Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Last week, I began to share something so important, um, which is the new creation man. Someone said the new creation man. The new creation man. I said uh, one of the biggest problems that we have in the church is that um, people become born again, but then there isn't enough explanation on what has happened in your life. On what God has made you become. So most of us, we continue seeing ourselves in the eyes of the old man. Because the problem is those eyes that we're using are physical eyes, which can only see physical things. And so they see the physicality of who we were before we became born again. And they continue to see the physicality of who we are after we have become born again. But I am persuaded beyond any reasonable doubt that what God says in his word is true. I am persuaded beyond any reasonable doubt that what Jesus did in your life is true. So when the Bible says, therefore if any man be in Christ is a new creature, I am persuaded beyond any reasonable doubt that you are indeed a new creature. Although outwardly you you, you may still be looking like the old man, that one who was born from those two parents. Inwardly, you are a different person. So here it becomes a battle that you must begin to live according to the inward inward man and refuse to identify yourself according to the outward man. Are you following what I'm saying? Because that passage that we quote from in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is a very important passage because when you start from verse number 14, the Bible says, For the love of Christ concerneth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we are all dead. Can you hear the argument? If one man died for everybody, then everybody died. Remember in the first instance when the first Adam came, when he committed his sin and he died as a sinner. Are you hearing me? Everybody was, was also what? Dead. Everyone was born dead. Everybody, even up to future generations, they all died. Are you following me? So in the same sense, when Christ came, who was your representative, he took the place of the second Adam, when he died, we all what? Died. That those which live should not henceforth live unto themselves anymore, but unto which died for them and rose again. So in other words, you, a people who are born from Christ Jesus, you are not meant to live for yourselves anymore. You are meant to reflect the life of Christ. Are you following me? Aha. Uh-huh. So the Bible says, wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Yeah, though we have known Christ as the flesh, and now henceforth know we him no more. So in other words, when the people were looking at Jesus as he walked on earth, they were looking at him and said, ah, look at him. He's the son of Joseph. He's the son of Mary. They knew him after the flesh. Oh, he's a Jew. Oh, he comes from Nazareth. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But then when he died and resurrected, something happened. They discovered that, ah, this man, he's not the man as we knew him from Nazareth. He's not the man as we knew him as son of Joseph and son of Mary. There's something different about this man. So the Bible says, wherefore henceforth, know we no man after what? 
the flesh. Why? Although we knew Jesus after the flesh, yet now know him no more. Why? Because the same guy called John, the apostle of love, when he was with Jesus on the final supper, the Bible says he leaned on his chest. Are we together so far? But then the same John, when he saw Jesus in the book of Revelation, he passed out. He fainted. Why? Because he saw Jesus in his glory. Are you hearing me? So the apostle Paul says, we cannot, we cannot identify Jesus with Joseph and Mary. Uh -uh, it's limiting who he is. Because Jesus, the Bible says, uh -huh. can I go deeper now? Go deeper, Papa. When he resurrected, God made a declaration that we don't hear it being said, but God made a declaration. Uh-huh. Now you're hearing what I'm saying. Oh, yes. Are you here? Watch this. Are you ready? Oh, yes. I don't know whether you're here. We are I've... following, Papa. Let's go to Psalm chapter 2, verse number 7. Psalm 2, 7. And then Acts 13, 33. And then Hebrews 1, 5. So Psalm 2, 7. Acts 13, 33. And then Hebrews 1, 5. But let's start with Psalm 2, verse 7. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Beloved. Beloved. Are you here? Oh, yes. I love English. English is a very ambiguous language. I love it. But sorry, it's a very ambiguous language. <laughs> you see, beloved. They say beloved. And then it loses its meaning. Beloved. Someone said beloved. Beloved. So in other words, you deserve to be what? You deserve it. Beloved. And it's nice if the man has got a deep voice, you know. I love you. you know. <laughs> and then the lady just begins to vibrate. <laughs> I love watching Madagascar. There's a scene there where, uh, what animals are those? The hippo. The hippo from Africa. <laughs> it says the it says a she hippo from America, and the he hippo from Africa melts and begins to speak in a deep voice. I love it big. <laughs> My father. <laughs> okay. Oh, we are in church, huh? <clears throat> Now, in the book of Psalm chapter 2, verse number 7, there's a prophecy which David by the Spirit makes a declaration. Now, but this statement is not David speaking. Are you following me? It's not David. David is making a prophecy about a word that shall be spoken so many thousands of years in a, ahead, in advance. He says what? I will, de I will declare the decree. The Lord said unto me. So when you hear me saying, I decree and I declare, it's not something that I just concocted or studied somewhere. God himself does it. Amen. Oh, yes. 
Oh, yes. You're not hearing me. God himself, what? Does it. He says what? I will decree the, I will declare the decree. The Lord hath said unto me, thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. So there was a particular day where God says, this day I have begotten thee. Talking about who? Jesus Christ. So you, I know you understand Jesus Christ in the context of, we can start from, he was the word in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with the God. All things were made by him and without him was anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the life of men. You can continue in that genealogy or you can come from Matthew who looks at genealogy of Jesus Christ from the Jewish background. Are you following me? But listen, there was a day when God made a declaration to Jesus. He said, this day have I begotten thee. Someone said, Amen. Amen. So there was a particular day when God begot who? Jesus Christ. Now when you go to Acts chapter 13 verse number 33. Acts 13 verse number 33. The Bible says, God hath fulfilled the same unto us, their children, in that he hath raised up Jesus again, as it is also written in the second psalm, Thou art my son. This day have I what? Begotten thee. So in the day when Jesus was resurrected, God made, us, made that declaration. But we didn't hear it. All we know is angels, they came, they moved the stone, they sat on the stone. And then Jesus appeared. And then the women came there and then they spoke to the angels. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So we miss part of the narrative. But part of the narrative says God made a declaration that on the day Jesus was resurrected, God had begotten him. Ah, uh, you are not hearing me. Oh, yes. Are you following me? Oh, yes. Hebrews chapter 1 verse number 5. Hebrews 1 5. Amen. Can you see that? Let's read together. One, two, three, go. Or unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. Can you see the questions? And for unto which of the angels said he at any time? Is there an angel that God ever said? Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. There is never that kind of a day. So God has never spoken to any angel that he was his son. But to Christ. And which day? It was the day of the resurrection. So in other words, on the day of resurrection, God began a new... A, oh yes, God, God began a new race of people. He begot... To beget means to give birth to a new, to a new, a, a new, a new race of people called a new what? Creature. Are you hearing me? Oh, so yes. So when God was speaking that word, this day have I begotten thee. He was beginning a new generation. Not a generation of Adam anymore. That came from Adam and Eve. Uh -uh. But God began a new generation in Christ when Jesus resurrected. So I want you to begin to understand that if you are born again, you are not born again from the Jesus who went to the cross. But you are born again from the Jesus who resurrected. Oh, are you yes. hearing me? Are you hearing me? Because the Jesus who went to the cross closed the genealogy of the first Adam. The Jesus who came out of the, out of the grave, that one, 
began a new race of people. Are you hearing me? This is a new breed of people. This is a new creation. It's not a people like your father and your mother who gave birth to you. Uh-uh. You are a different generation. The Bible calls you the new creature. Someone say yes. Yes. But you know the problem? The problem is outwardly you look like your father and your mother. Outwardly. So if you put me between my mom and dad, you discover that I want to look like them. And yet, the Bible says, this day have I begotten thee. You are a new creation. You are a new race. You are no longer someone who is identified with your biological parents. Uh-uh. You are now someone who is identified from a spiritual parent who is Jesus Christ. He says, this day have I what? Begotten thee. Ah, you are not hearing what I'm talking about. This day. So Jesus was not begotten when Mary became pregnant. Whatever, Papa. Uh-huh. Someone say, ah. Uh-huh. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I know that we, oh, Jesus, oh, the baby in a manger. We sing about it. Oh, a baby in a manger, in a manger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's good. But listen, there is a day. When he resurrected. The Bible says this day. Have I what? Begotten thee. So the Bible says. Therefore we don't know any man after the flesh. Although we knew Jesus after the flesh. Yet now we don't know him anymore after the flesh. Now in other words. From the time he resurrected. We have to know him differently. Why? Because there is a day. God says this day have I what? Begotten thee. So we need to have a new identity of Jesus Christ. We will have a new picture of this man called Jesus Christ because the moment you begin to understand the new picture, the new identity of Jesus, then you're also going to begin to understand that there's a new identity for you as a child of God. Are you hearing me somebody? Say there's a new identity. There's a new identity for me. For me. So outwardly you may look like those people. I mean the ones in your village. And if you went there, they would say, this is our child. Outwardly. But boy, oh boy, if you knew who you are in the realm of the spirit, if you knew who you are inwardly, oh my goodness, you would even change the way you, you think about yourself. Am I talking to someone right here? Say, I am different. I am different. Hmm. I don't know whether you are hearing me. No, we are following, Papa. Are you following Oh, yes. Jesus Christ. Ah, where should I go? I've got so many verses that are popping up in my spirit. Where should I go? I receive. Uh-huh. Give me Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, verses 28 to 30. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. I don't know whether you are here. Oh, we are here, Papa. We are blessed, Papa. We are blessed. At the end of this teaching, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yes. 
I don't know. You'll be looking at yourself. You stand before the mirror. Oh, the yes. Music oh. will just be in your legs. Oh, Amen. yes. I receive it. <laughs> I receive. <laughs> Say, I am blessed. I am blessed. All right. So, Romans chapter 8, verse what? 28 and 29. And we know, we know, we are not believing, we are not trusting, we are not thinking, but we know that what? That all things work together for good. To who? To them that love God. To them who are what? The code according to his purpose. Alright, for why? For whom? For whom? For whom he did for no. He also did predestinate. Ah. For whom he did for no, he also did predestinate. What does he mean to predestinate? To predestinate means to set a destination before you begin your journey. Are we yes. together so far? You set your final point. Yeah, the moment you put in your GPS, if I gave him my address, find him at this address, you put the address in the what? GPS. Before you begin your journey. Amen. Is that making sense? You don't say, I'll drive first of all for 15 minutes and then I'll put the GPS. Otherwise, you'll be going in the opposite direction. Are you hearing me? Otherwise, you take a wrong route. So you have to put the coordinates of where you are going before you begin the journey. So the coordinates of God that he put for you, say for me. For me. I don't know whether you are hearing me. This is before the foundation of the world. The coordinates of God that he put for you was for you to be conformed to the image of his son. That that son, that son called Jesus might be the firstborn among many brethren. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Oh, yes. Are you following me? That Jesus might be what? The firstborn among, among, among what? Many. Not just a few. But among what? Many brethren. Someone say many brethren. Many brethren. Those were the coordinates. After that, God pressed start. And then one day, there was a young guy. He was very handsome. He saw a very beautiful girl. He said, hey. She said, hello. <laughs> and then the rest is history. You are here. <laughs> oh, yes. But we forget that God did not begin with you from the beginning. He began with you from the end. The end is the coordinates of your final product. Oh, yes. I don't know what they're hearing me. Oh, yes. He began with your final product. Yes. And he went to the beginning to give you a beginning. Are you hearing me? Yes. So you are not a mistake. Oh, yes. That boy and that girl could have been accidental parents. But the child is never a mistake. You are never a mistake. Amen. I am never a mistake. No matter what may happen, as long as a child is born, that child is never a mistake. Are you hearing me, somebody? Why? Because God begins from the end and goes to the beginning to begin the beginning. Oh, yes. You are not hearing me. The end about you is set. 
to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. You see, the moment you are not graduating and growing the things of God, you are making the word of God to become a lie. You see, God wants Jesus to be the firstborn among many brethren. Are you hearing me? Not only a few people, not only a few prophets, uh-uh, but you, the only person, you must grow to the stage of Jesus Christ so that you can become the firstborn among many brethren. Someone say yes! Yes! Oh boy, are you hearing me? We hear you, Papa. When I got the revelation, I began to tell myself, there is hope for you, young man from Malawi. There's hope for me. It doesn't matter how I look like outwardly. There's hope for me. Are you hearing me, somebody? Say yes. Yes. Say beloved. Beloved. There's hope for you. There's hope for you. Ah. I went to what? God wants Jesus to be the firstborn among what? Many. Ah, there's a hope for me. If God was only after a few, imagine a few, he would have chosen what? Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Mike Tyson, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Are you hearing me? We hear you, Papa. That Jesus might be what? The firstborn among many. Brethren. The firstborn. So in other words, oh boy, can I go deeper now? Go deeper, my father. In other words, the genome, the genome, the genome of Jesus Christ, the resurrected Jesus, his genome is the same genome that you are carrying today. You are carrying the same genes. Because we can establish who is your parent from your genes. Am I right? We can establish who is your sibling from your genes. Because siblings who carry the same genome sequence from their parents. You take half from your mother, half from your father. But you, when you became born again, your genome is no longer known according to your father and your mother. Because this day have I what? Begotten thee. So from that man who was begotten on that day, you are born from him. So you carry his DNA. You carry his... Am am I talking somewhere around here? My father, my father. You carry his own genome. Because if you carry a different genome, there's no way Jesus can be the firstborn among many brethren. So in other words, for him to be the firstborn, these brethren must carry the same genome. Are you hearing me? So you carry the same genome. You carry the same DNA that Jesus has. Someone say yes. Yes. Ah. 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 Hey. Are you hearing me? Said the new creation man. The new creation man. Can you read that verse again? 2829. I receive. One, two, three, go. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Ah, that's too deep. 
You know that word, brethren, there? Do you know what the Greek word? Do you know what it is in the Greek? Adelphos. I don't know how they pronounce it. A-D-E-L. P for Peter. H for holiday. O for orange. S for Sierra. Adelphos. And the root word, the root word, where that word comes from, is Delphus. Okay? D-E-L-P-H-U-S. Which means the womb. Wow. The womb. So, Adelphus, we're talking about people who came from the same womb. <laughs> hey! Hey! This is not a physical womb. This is a spiritual womb. You are born out of the same womb. Am I talking to someone out here? A spiritual womb. The same power by which Jesus was begotten out of the grave is the same power by which you were begotten. Am I talking to someone out here? You see, the Bible says, if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. Are we together so far? Oh, yes. yes. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies. By his spirit that dwelleth in you. So in other words, Jesus and us who are born again, we are born of the same spirit. The spirit of resurrection. Are you hearing me? That's why when you look at Ephesians chapter 2 verse number 1, the Bible says and you hath he made alive. You hath he quickened. Who are dead in trespasses and sins? Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world. According to the prince of the power of the air. The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the results of the flesh and the mind, and we are by nature children of wrath, even as others, but God who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we are dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together, and hath made us sit together in heavenly places, oh my goodness, am I talking to someone out here? Oh yes! Say yes! Yes! Do you know who you are? You are the God kind. Oh boy. So I am the God kind. I'm, I'm the, the God, God kind. I receive. One more time. Say I am the God kind. I am the God kind. Say that man called Jesus. That man called Jesus. Is my brother. Is my brother. We came from out of the same womb. Say so we came out of the same womb. Came out of the same womb. We are at the force. We are at the force. Somebody shout! My father, my father, the revelator. Reveal the revelation, Papa. Here. Fire. Asia Pacific. The revelator. Reveal the revelation, Daddy. You are born to do this, my father. Nine months in Malawi. Son of Dr. Major. PhD. So, beloved. Beloved. We have to take care of one another. We have to take care of one another. We came from the same womb. We came from the same womb. I receive. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yes. 
I don't know whether you're hearing me. We hear you, Papa. Can I finish now? Oh, no, Daddy. Go deeper, my father. I should go deeper than this. Preach, Daddy. You're going to handle it. Oh, yes, Papa. Okay, sit down for a moment then. You see, when you begin to think about what God has done for you, I'm sure there's no moment for depression. Think about it. How can you be depressed thinking about what I'm telling you now? A divorce came from the same womb with Jesus. That he must be the firstborn among many. Brethren, and you're one of them. I receive. You are one of them. I receive. Ah, this is amazing. This is amazing. That just the thought that he did predestinate me. Put GPS coordinates that I'll carry the genome of Jesus Christ. Jesus. I receive the first bone. The first bone. The first bone. And that's what the Bible tells you. This day, have I what? Begotten thee. That day. He became the firstborn. Now, can we go? Can we? Can I slow down a little bit? Let's go back to the verse twenty-nine. For whom he did, for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. To be conformed to the what? Image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, someone say moreover. Moreover. Say moreover. Moreover. Moreover what? Whom he did predestinate. Them he also called. Can you see now? So I told you, God did the finishing line first. He finished you. Are you hearing me? And then went to the beginning. Went to look for you. Oh, yes. At that time, you didn't know your left hand from your right hand. <laughs> At that time, some of you were busy clubbing every Friday night. And then God went to look for you. Are you hearing me? And then he found, hey, what are you doing here? He called you. But the finishing line had already been set. That you should be conformed to the image of a son. So he went there, looked for you, and then called you. Uh-huh. Why, why did he call you? Because he predestinated you. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. He called you because he already set your, fin your final line. You, you, the final product is already there. So he went to the beginning and called you. 
So some of you look at yourself when God calls you look at the mess around you. You are forgetting that there is a final destination there. So you talk about the mess. You cry about the mess. You think about the mess. You, you feel depressed because of the mess where you are. What you are forgetting is there is a destination out there. Are you hearing me? Forget about here where you are called because you are a work in progress. You are a job in progress. So you say, okay, Father, I thank you. I know that there is a destination for me. Why do I know that? How do I know that? Because you called me. Oh! Hey! Say neighbor. Hey! Hey! How do you know he called you? For whom he did predestinate them he also what? God. And whom he called. Let guess. Do you know who God called? God did not call a righteous man. God called a sinner. God did not call a man who had everything in place. God called a man who had everything scattered. Are you hearing me? I know who I was when God called me. I was a scattered boy. I didn't know my left hand from my right hand. Are you hearing me? I was very scattered. But guess what? When God called me, look at the next stage. What does it say? For whom he did predestinate them, he also called. And whom he called. After God called you, what did he do? Them he also did what? Justify. Do you know why God justified you? Do you know what it means to justify? Go deeper. To justify means, oh, that mess was not there anymore. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. Do you know why God justified you? Because the one who did the mess is not you. I receive. Oh, yes, daddy. You are too much, papa. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Are you hearing me? The one who was missing is not you. The one who was missing died with Christ. A new man who is erected with Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, that's Say yes! Yes! So when the devil said, no, 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 no. God, you are making a mistake. I saw him messing around. God said, oh, devil. What are you talking about? Oh, no, no, no. I saw him messing around. Can't you see that? He said, no, 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 no. That one, that one died with the Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Are you following me? And a new man, a new man was born. That's why God justified you. And whom he justified, them he also what? Glorified. Glorified. So where you are now, I'm talking about now, not tomorrow, not next year, are you hearing me? But when? No. Say, I am glorified. I am glorified. One more time. Say, I am glorified. I, I am glorified. Say, neighbor. Neighbor. Your problem. Your problem. Your eyes. Your eyes. And your thinking. And your thinking. That's why they don't, that's why they don't see the glory in you. That's why they devalue you. Are you hearing me? They look at you and they put you at a lesser value. But if they knew the value of God upon your life. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> hey! 
preach, Papa. Are you hearing me? Say, I am glorified. You see, when people mistreat you, it is not your problem. It is their perception of problem. They are having what we call perceptual paralysis. Oh, yes. The forensic prophet in our midst preached, Papa. Their perception is paralyzed. So we call it perception what? Paralysis. When you see men walking like a trees, you know, perception of paralysis. They need a second touch from Jesus for their eyes to see who you are in the realm of the spirit. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. <laughs> hey! Hey! It's not your fault when people hate you. It's not your fault. It's their own what? Perceptional paralysis. Oh, yes, Papa. We are following Daddy. Because the Bible can't be more clearer than this. That moreover whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he justified. And whom he justified, them he glorified. Are you hearing me? Why? Because this man called Jesus, when he resurrected, he didn't resurrect into that body that he got from Mary. Uh -uh. He resurrected into a different body. Are you hearing me? Yes. It is a resurrection body. Are you hearing me? He came out with that kind of a body. Are you following me? So he was glorified. So you are born from a glorified Jesus. That's why the Bible says you are also what? Glorified. That's why for you as a child of God, death is not your portion. You do not die. Ah, you do not die. Ah, on that day, when this thing goes boom, do you know what the Bible says? It says it is sleeping. It is sleeping. Someone said it is sleeping. It is sleeping. Waiting for metamorphosis. Anastasis. Oh, yes. Shout glory. <laughs> hey. Say beloved. 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 I am glorified. I am glorified. Are you following me so far? Oh, yes, Papa. Remember, don't forget. The idea of God is for you to conform to the image. Don't forget that. What is the idea? To conform to the image. Of Jesus Christ. That he might be what? The firstborn among many brethren. Never lose sight of that goal. People may poke you this way, poke you that way, but please persevere. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. And you have got a target to reach. You've got a goal to reach. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. I'm not doing it to someone out here. Oh, yes, Papa. Say yes. Yes. Oh, sometimes I say, let's fast. Oh, I just want to eat some chicken. But refuse to go to your fridge. Tell the body I've got a job to do here. I must conform to the image. I must conform to the image. Say yes. Yes. I don't know whether you're hearing me. Are you hearing me? 
I will say, come here for prayer. You know, you come here for prayer at, five, at, at, at 8 p.m. You're like, oh man, I'm so tired. I just want to go and bed and sleep. No, put up with me. You know what I'm pushing you toward? You know what I'm pushing you toward? There is a destination. Oh, yeah. There is a destination. Oh, yeah. And I know without pushing you, you will not arrive there. I'm going to push you. Come on, move. Hey. I receive. <laughs> Come on, move. You know, a loving spunk too. Move. <laughs> I receive. There is a destination. Oh, yes, Papa. Said there is a destination. There is a destination. You are not born again to be called a born again. There is a destination. Let me finish now. Because of time. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Are you learning something? Oh, yes, Papa. Are you being blessed? Very blessed, Daddy. Now, when we got First Corinthians 15, verse 45, I think to 49. Okay. So, so it is what? I want us to read together. Number one, uh, one, two, three, go. And so it is written. Mm -hmm. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Mm -hmm. The last, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Okay. How be it? That was not first which is spiritual, mm -hmm. but that which is natural. Mm -hmm. And afterward that which is spiritual. Mm -hmm. The first man is of the earth, earthy. Mm -hmm. The second man is the Lord from heaven. Mm -hmm. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. Pause. Is there enough evidence that people who are not born again are like earthy? Are we together so far? Oh, yes. There's enough evidence. They are earthy. And then the Bible says, so also is what? The, the second part says what? And as is the heavenly, such will they also be. Such will they also be. Oh, no. What does it say? Such are. When now such are. When now such are. When now. Now, the place where your brain starts fighting you. Oh, yes. We can feel it. You can feel it right now. We can feel it right now, Daddy. This is good because. We are looking at something which is a normal process. Tension within. You can see what the scripture says. But everything in you is screaming at you saying, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't worry. You shall become when you die. That's what your brain is telling you. But let's look at the verse clear again. 
What does he say? The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And, and as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. Say neighbor. 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 I am heavenly. I am heavenly. I receive. If you are born from the man from heaven, guess who you are? You are heavenly. Say, I am heavenly. I am heavenly. I receive. Give me the next verse. I'm finishing now. So. <clears throat> and as we have bought, oh my goodness, Jesus. And as we have borne the image Amen. of the earthy. Oh, yes. ah, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Mm. When people look at you, what image do you bear? The image of the earthy. But don't forget, you are heavenly. But you bore the image of the earthy. If your earthy image is from Malawi, guess what kind of image do you carry? A Malawian image. If your earthy parents were from uh, <clears throat> Tonga, let's start with Tonga, think. <laughs> uh -huh. So what happens? You bear the image from Tonga. Everywhere you go, you're a representative of that image. But don't forget that because you are born from the heavenly, you are heavenly. But you are bearing the image of the village you were born from. Or the country you came from, the people you came from. You bear their image. Are you hearing me? But the, the Bible says there is a day and a time and a season when there shall be a shift. That you shall take off even the, the, the Malawian image. And you shall put on the heavenly image. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, Samuel? Oh, yes. Say yes. Yes. Why shall you put on the heavenly image? You shall put on the heavenly image because you are born of the heavenly man. Oh, yes. I receive. Are you following me? Hey, son, are you following me? Hey, this is deep stuff. Someone say amen. Amen. I receive. Okay, let's go to the next verse. The next verse. For uh, fifth, uh, that's the last one. Okay. Now, someone will ask you, why, why, why do you spend so many hours in church? How's I'm like, you know, it's very hard to deal with that image. You can't deal with it, you know, like, you know, drive it through kind of church. Amen. Drive it through. Just on the window. Can I hear the gospel? The gospel that was cooked two years ago and frozen 
It needs to be defrosted. Oh, yes. Saved to you in two minutes. <laughs> you die still languishing with the image of the earth. Amen. But there has to be a metamorphosis. Oh, yes. There has to be a transformation. Are you hearing me? The Bible says you have to renew your mind. The way you think you have to renew. The way you see yourself has to begin to change. Are you hearing me? You need to change the way you see yourself. As we borrow the image of the earth, so shall we bear the image of the heavenly. Why? Because we are born of him. God wants you to conform to the image of his firstborn son. But do you know the good news? Do you know the good news? The good news is, as you progress in your knowledge of the Lord, as you grow in the things of God, do you know what happens? You begin to reflect more that image than this image. That's what we call spiritual maturity. When the inner man begins to control the outward man, spiritual babyship is when the out man is controlling the inner man. You are an immature Christian. But when the inner man begins to control the outward man. Aha, uh -huh, now you are maturing. Oh, yes. Ah, because of time. What should we do? Prophesy, Papa. <laughs> Give me one John 3 2. One John 3 2. <laughs> one John 3 2. Ah, let's start from 1 and 2. 1 John 3, verse 1 and 2. Stand up. 1 John chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. I receive. Are you ready? I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Beloved, beloved, now. Someone say now. Now. What are you now? Beloved. Now are we the sons of God. Watch the next part. And what? It doth not yet appear what we shall be. So in other words, now are we the sons of God. However, there's a problem. It's not yet appearing how we shall be looking. Oh, Give yes. me the verse again. Look, beloved, oh beloved, now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know. What do we know? We know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Wow. Jesus. So in other words, when people look at you today, they may under, underestimate you. They may underestimate your value. They may look down upon you. They may demean you. They may demean you. 
and they diminish your value, you know, and be mean to you, and they say all sorts of stuff, and mistreat you. You go to work, they mistreat you. You go here, they mistreat you. But you see, the reason is they haven't yet got an elevation of who you are. We are not yet appearing what you shall be, but we know that when he appears, we shall look like him. Why? Because we are born of him. Am I talking to someone right here? The way he is is how we are. Am I talking to someone right here? Say yes. Yes. The way he is is how you are. The way he is is how you are. Say yes. 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 Are you hearing me? Oh yes. The way he is is how you are. Say yes. Yes. The way he is is how we are. Oh boy. Things may, may look scattered around you. Things may be going in the wrong direction. But listen to me. The way he is, is how we are. The way he is. The way he is. The way you were walking around with the image of the ether. The Bible says, don't worry, it's temporary. It's temporary. Those limitations in the flesh are temporary. Because a day is coming when God shall make you now put on the image of the heavenly man. Out where the people shall sit and say, oh my goodness. But guess what? You are already it inside. You are already it in the realm of the spirit. That's who you are in the spiritual realm. Are you hearing me? Oh yes. We are only waiting for the day when we shall shed off this earthly house and put on the house from heaven. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, from today, from today, forgive me, forgive me for limiting who I am, for limiting who I am. But Lord, but Lord, give me the grace, give me the grace to begin to see myself, to begin to see myself the way you see me, the way you see me in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.